0: Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
1: Oliver Kemp.
2: Welcome to the Kent Online Podcast on Friday the 28th of August. First today, Kent's small brewers say a take hike could be devastating for their future. The government plans to increase the amount that smaller independents have to pay on beer by reducing the amount of production at which they receive the full level of tax relief. Some bosses in the county say that if they scale up, they'll be at a disadvantage to bigger firms. Daryl Stanford is director and brewer at Hopfuzz Brewery in Hythe.
0: They've targeted the wrong people here because obviously the big breweries already operate under these tax rules and it wouldn't affect them as much as it's going to affect us now. I mean, effectively, they're not really changing their attacks, are they? They just, they're just, they seem to be cutting the re- relief that they gave us. Um, it's going to have a knock on effect, obviously, with all the employees and not every brewery, especially some of the older ones are going to survive this out of the micros. I don't think because they run such a small staff and have such a tight profit margin already, you know, and especially in this COVID economy, where ingredients are going up, you know, understandably because there's less staff, less, less logistic companies running, it's all just a bit of a nightmare, really. It does seem a little bit insane, considering that they're already the big boys, have already got a, the majority of the market, and are even buying up the smaller breweries. So, you know, we don't, we can't, we don't contribute a massive amount of tax in the grand scheme of businesses across the country. So, for them to turn around now. It just—it's just like a splash in the pond. It doesn't doesn't make sense to me. The taxes that they're bringing in, I think maybe we could look at in the future. It's so fragile at the moment, especially with the the state of the nation. They shouldn't be looking to do these things now. If they want the money paid back, which is understandable, you know, the taxes are going to have to come up. People are going to be paying for generations for what's just happened. I would just see a gradual increase in this tax if if they're going to do it and they should wait at least sort of three to four years because we don't know how long this thing's going to go on for and, and they're only going to hurt themselves because they're going to put people out of business, which are then going to be claiming again off at the benefit system. It's just madness.
2: More than 23,000 people have signed a petition against the change.
0: Kent Online News.
2: Elsewhere today, tougher measures are coming into force across Kent to crack down on illegal raves. From today, anyone who organises one could be fined up to £10,000 and those attending face £100 fine. Several unlicensed music events have been held in the county in recent months and two people were stabbed at one on Laysdown Beach in June. Assistant Chief Constable Nikki Falkenbridge from Kent Police says they're especially dangerous during the pandemic.
1: Our hope is that they do act as a deterrent, but our hope is that we actually don't need those fines because people take a responsible attitude and do not either organise or attend such events when there is a health pandemic and you risk therefore spreading the virus, but also risk the misery that it brings to our communities when people organise such events. We always have a unlicensed music events and raves are a threat across kent every summer as they are with every force we've seen a few in the last weekends but the reality is whenever we hear such an event taking place we work really proactively with our communities with- organisers and do everything we can to in the first instance prevent such things happening and then disrupt if they do occur. The fines have come into place because we are in the middle of a health pandemic. We continue to anybody who attends such an event continues to risk spreading the virus not only by attending the event but when they go home to their own families to their workplaces and their wider communities and the fines are necessary to deter these events taking place because there are no licensed music events at the moment, we understand that, and people want to enjoy their time. However, it is irresponsible to do so at a time such as this and the fines have come into place to try to prevent it.
2: In other news, one of Kent's bus operators has told KMFM they're confident they can get children safely to school next week. Classrooms are reopening fully for the first time since March, and stagecoach services will be returning to pre lockdown levels from Tuesday. 35 extra vehicles are also being brought in to boost capacity and meet demand in parts of the county, the ones that are expected to be the most busy. Their managing director, Joel Mitchell, says extra safety measures will also
3: be in place. From Tuesday, the 1st of September, our timetables will be back up to 100% of our uh, pre-lockdown levels. Um, And actually, in some areas, we'll be running more than 100% of the vehicles that we did in the past to make sure that we're catering for as many people as possible. Um, What we've done is we've worked really closely with Kent County Council, who've been excellent and really supportive. uh, And we've gone through the historical data uh, and we have uh, arranged to work with some other of the service providers in, in Kent and East Sussex to supplement those services that have historically been really busy uh, to make sure that we've got some duplicates in place uh, and that way we'll be able to uh, serve the people that, that want to come and travel with us. We are asking um, the school children over the age of 11, in, again in line with the advice, to please uh, to please use uh, a face covering, face masks. Um, we've been asking people to go cashless where possible, but we recognise that's not possible for everybody and and where it isn't, if if people could please come with exact change wherever possible that would really help us. It is quite hard to predict um, and it will be a bit of a learning curve, but we're pretty confident, we've been doing this for a long time, yes this is something none of us have ever experienced before, but we have got that useful data. We've also supplemented our help hub. So we've got an additional lot of people in our customer service team. So we're monitoring social media closely. We'll be monitoring feedback from our drivers. We've learned pretty well over the last six months. We've got the experience of running buses in the pandemic. We've got a whole range of safety measures in place. We've enhanced our onboard cleaning. We've got customer touch points, antiviral sanitizer. We're doing all the deep cleans. And when the schools go back, every one of our buses is available and we'll be on the road. Um, They're clean, they're safe. They're ready to go. And we're excited that people are coming back and that we're serving them. My reassuring message to parents is, is what I've already said, really. We've, we've had six months experience of running these buses in pandemic situation. We've really gone to town and, and super enhanced our onboard cleaning. Uh, we, we're gonna keep that level. We're not dropping off with that. Um, so the daily deep cleans, that antiviral sanitizer, those customer touch points. We will encourage everybody to be wearing face masks. We're duplicating services wherever we think there might be a capacity issue, uh, and the, the council have been incredibly supportive in helping w- us with that. So we really have done you know, everything we think we possibly can do, including working with other partner organisations, other coach providers, to make sure that we're uh, running buses in tandem, and, um, and we're doing everything we possibly can to, to get children to school next week, and, and we're looking forward to doing so.
2: Meanwhile, council bosses in Medway have been pressured into compensating a number of parents for school travel payments. Up to 20 per cent more pupils in the towns could now be eligible for financial support following a major policy change, which means travel costs will now be covered for those who have applied to the nearest school at the time of their original application, regardless of their preference rank. The authority will have to fork out around £70,000 a year. Some other top stories briefly now. A haulier from Northern Ireland has pleaded guilty to the manslaughter of 39 people who were found dead in the trailer of a lorry near the Dartford Crossing in Essex. 40-year-old Ronan Hughes from County Armour is accused of being part of a people-smuggling ring linked to the deaths last year. The bodies of the Vietnamese nationals were found an industrial estate in Greys in October. It's understood five other defendants have pleaded not guilty and will go on trial in October. A motorcyclist in his 30s from West Mauling has died following a crash involving a car near Tunbridge Wells. The bike he was riding collided with a grey BMW on Pembury High Street at the junction with Woodscape Way yesterday morning. Investigators want to speak to witnesses or anyone with dashcam or CCTV footage to try and work out how it happened. A Kent MP has been accused of leaving neighbourhood properties in darkness by not cutting down the size of tall trees growing on her property. Residents at a village outside Faversham say the wooded area alongside Helen Waitley's farmhouse is stopping sunlight reaching their homes and leaves are ending up in their gardens. They've also claimed Mrs Waitley's husband Marcus has said he'd only reduce the height of the trees if they helped to pay for it. The MP has declined to comment. And a bronze figurine has been stolen from an art gallery in Tunbridge Wells. A man reportedly distracted a member of staff in the High Street in July, while two others moved into an area out of sight. When they left, it had gone from the display. Police are asking us to look out for anything suspicious, as it's believed the suspects will try and sell the item. That's it for this week, but you can also now subscribe to the iM News app to access all KM Group newspapers. Head to IsleofMediaSubs.co.uk.
0: Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online podcast.